He's awake. Adric opened his eyes, blinked in the blurry light. The stable seemed grainy, covered with white spots that floated through the air like tears. Three people towered over him, a burly man who smelled of onions, a raw-boned woman with skin as faded as her clothes, and the stable boy, who hung back and watched. "'What are you doing in my stable, boy?' Adric licked his lips, his throat was very dry. "'The Lord!' "'I'm not a Lord, lad.' "'Lord Ewell, looking for me.' The burly man dropped Adric. He fell back into the hay. It poked him, dug into his sores. "'He's not a thief, he's running. Get him out of here, Cassie!' The woman knelt beside Adric and smoothed the hair from his forehead. Her hands smelled of soap. "'He's hurt.' "'So I can't get any work out of him, and I'll bet he has no money on him either. The night's lodging is lost.' "'We can't just turn him out. I doubt if he can walk.' "'He walked in here, he can walk out.' Adric tried to push himself up, but the hay kept sliding through his fingers. "'Please,' he said. "'Lord, you will—' "'Let him stay,' the woman said. "'He can help me until he's strong enough to help you.' He's on the run, and if Lord Ewell's after him, the palace guard will sweep through here. The palace guard, good. Someone to look for him, someone to find him. Adric grabbed the woman's wrist. Please, he said again, wishing he could get enough air to say more. The woman looked at Adric's hand, then at the burly man. You were on the run once too, Rogren. The burly man grunted and stood up. He prodded Adric with his foot. Fix him then, Cassie but if he doesn't start earning his way soon, I'll throw him out, you know that. The woman watched until the burly man went out the stable doors. Adric coughed. Something to drink would help. Water, he said. The stable boy dipped a cup in a nearby bucket. Water dripped from the cup's bottom onto Adric's chest. The drops felt cool and soothing. He tried to sit up, but couldn't find the strength. The woman supported his head, and he drank. The water tasted stale but sweet, so very sweet. Adric coughed, surfaced, and drank some more. "'Can you get me some more water, Milo?' the woman said. The stable boy disappeared. The woman leaned back and ripped the pocket off her skirt. She dipped the fabric in the water and wiped Adric's face. The water felt cool. "'You have a fever,' she said. "'Someone beat you up pretty badly.' The woman's hands stopped at Adric's chest— He saw her eyes, then remembered the ornate dove tattoo which the Enos had carved over his left nipple at birth, the sign of his family. He tried to lift his arms to cover it, but could not. Milo, come see this. The stable boy crouched next to him. Adric closed his eyes. Lord Ewell said that people would hurt him when they knew who he was, hurt him to hurt his father. What do you think it is? she asked. It's not a bruise. It's a marking of some kind. The boy ran his finger over the tattoo. They say nobility does that. Do you think he's a lordling? He's fat enough, the boy leaned back. I'll ask around if you want. No, he'll tell us if he has to. Adric felt the panic leave him. She touched him some more, cooling him, soothing him. He was content to watch her work, wondering how such a washed-out woman could have such a soft and vibrant voice but he didn't dare be contented. He had to get to the carriage. His mother would be worried. "'Lord Ewell,' he said. The woman pushed him back against the hay. "'Just rest now. 
We'll take care of you. Adric closed his eyes. He believed her.